This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We are at the Thanksgiving week of the NFL season. Week 12 is upon us after the Niners just decided to smack the Cardinals around a little bit on Monday Night Football. Week 11 in the books. Week 12 here. That means it's time for for Week 12 Power Rankings. We will start in the teams that just didn't quite make the cut, the JDQ, MTC. I have five teams. He has three teams. Yep. I'm going first this time. Okay, you've been going first the last couple of weeks. I don't care. Okay. New York Giants checking in right <sighs> on the outside looking in. Okay. Not quite there yet, but they're number yeah, I 11. I get it. I get it. Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. New England Patriots. The Commies. The okay. Washington Commanders. And last and least, as far as I'm concerned, in these top 15 teams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. So, based off of that, I'm... Already guessing I know who your number 10 team is, or maybe the team that I have in my JDQ MTC that wasn't in yours, and I can't imagine they're on the opposite end rather than the top 10. So we'll see how how that conversation goes. But for me, right on the outside, I had the Seattle Seahawks, I had the New England Patriots, and I wanted to throw some spice in there, so I included the Washington Commanders in my JDQ MTC. All right, so we have the same teams in the JDQ MTCs. Yes, there's one team that that I put that you have in. Or yeah, no. really. There's one team that you have in your top ten. I don't even have in my JDQMTC, and there's one team that you have in your JDQMTC that I have in my top. That's 10. crazy to say. My top ten's impeccable. <laughs> so let's start with my number ten team. They just beat your Pittsburgh Steelers. That's exactly where I knew you were going. The Cincinnati Bengals. So this is the team that I left out of my JDQMTC. Yeah, because they're worse than the Patriots. And they're worse than the Seahawks. I wanted to mm-hmm. I wanted to no, throw you're right about some that. spice in there. Yeah, spicy. They're worse than the commies, too, for sure. I for want, sure. I admitted I wanted some some flair to my list this this week. It's Thanksgiving. Listen, I feel more confident in the Bengals now than I do the Ravens. And those teams keep flipping back and forth week after week after week as yeah. they both go up and down. But they look again. The Bengals are a team. But here's that, the thing: the Bengals are really good. It's just some weird little up and down nature of them. I hate to say it. Do you really give them that much credit for beating the Steelers? I do, because they didn't have Jamar Chase. They lost their best running back. They didn't have Jamar Chase, but they did what we expected them to do. Joe Burrow was still Joe Cool. Threw for four touchdowns and allowed T. Higgins to be his number one wide receiver yeah. and catch for what 147 yards or something like that. And they lost their best running back and one of their better pieces of the offense. The guy scored five touchdowns the last time they played a game. And then he was out in the first ten minutes. Like, I just think that the Bengals were impressive, even though they played the Steelers. I mean, they limited that Steelers defense from doing any kind of real damage to them, other than T.J. Watt's incredible interception, which you can't ever account for. That you can't even understand right. why he did that or how he did that. But, no, I, I I did come away from that Bengals game and looking at their offense, which is now at third in the league as far as the scoring offense is concerned, are these Bengals going to be like the 2021 Bengals and be at 500 entering their bye week and then really turn it on at the end of the season? I don't know. Kind of feels that way, though. Kind of feels like they peak late, which is always dangerous. I get it. But to me, again, and I hate to say this, you do it against the Steelers. You you allowed 17 points in the first half 
to the Pittsburgh or 20 points to that Pittsburgh offense. Not great. Yeah, you came back and you held them to 30 points. I mean, you still allowed them to have 30 points. You allowed this team, which is bottom of the barrel and points four on offense, to score 30 on you. It was a one possession game at the very end. Look, their defense is a good defense, and that wasn't a great performance by them. But no one thinks about the Bengals and go, wow, that defense. They scored 37 points. They win games with offense. Your number 10 team. My number 10 team was in your JDQ MTC. I have the New York Giants. They're still 7-3. and three. For now. For now. Oh, and are I they going to get murdered maybe I on Thanksgiving? I think the season hinges on Thursday. I think if they lose Thursday, you might have to shut the door on the New York Giants. Shut it down? We're John Taffering the Giants. In, in if, terms if they, of, they could maybe sneak in there as that seven seed, or even I don't know. I mean, they ha- they're seven and three, Tom. That's really hard. If they don't make the playoffs after a seven and two start, because they were seven and two coming into Sunday, and I get it, losing to Detroit is really bad, really bad. But seven and two, that seems almost impossible to kind of lose your playoff spot after that kind of start. Yeah, that's just, I mean, I, that's why. I, so if they lose again on Thursday, then they're out, right? They're not on the JDQ MTC. Whoa. D- do you Whoa. not agree? Probably. I'm just writing they're down. They're already in your JDQ MTC. I'm just writing down an idea for a future segment as we get along. John Taffering teams where we okay. shut them down. Shut them down! Okay. okay, number nine. I'll just say this really quickly about the Detroit Lions. Oh, great. Dan Campbell. 3-0 against 500-plus teams. Well, guess who's playing on Thursday? 500-plus team yeah, in the could be Buffalo 4-0. Bills. It's going to be 3-1. That's not one. your number 8 team. It's going to be 3-1. No, your number 9 team is? Well, who's, you didn't want to go first? Oh, that's right. I am going first. Yeah. My number 9 team is the Baltimore Ravens. Tom. Tom. Tom, sound the alarm. My number 9 team, the Baltimore Ravens. It's it's where they should be. I think they're worse than the Bengals. I just gave them the benefit of the doubt in this ranking because they're seven and three, and the Bengals are six and four, and they beat the Bengals. But oh my God, you almost lost to Baker Mayfield yep. in Baltimore. To Baker Mayfield. In Baltimore, I'll say this: last week I had Baltimore as my number eight team. I believe you had them somewhere around five or six. Six, I think. Six. I did. Uh, I just did not see it. And even though they won the game, I think I was kind of more validated with that performance against Carolina. Lamar Jackson will not be your league MVP for the 2022 season. It's pretty damn obvious at this point. I saw somewhere that they're still like people's like fifth or sixth favorite bet to win the Super Bowl this year. People are still very high on the Ravens. I don't know how you can be. They're too the up and down. Defense is solid. Like don't get me wrong, they shut down that. Is that it Carolina. solid? Did it get fixed? Or because they, it was really bad at the beginning of the did year. Did they just get really lucky with easy opponents? I mean, like they Carolina. played Carolina. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't see the Super Bowl contention there yet on paper, sure, but you got to start proving it every single week. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're on a they're winning not. they're on a winning streak right now. They've won four straight games, so uh, good for them for continuing and to check those boxes. Opponents? No, I know it's that's what I'm about to yeah, get to. Like yeah. they're not impressive wins. Uh, maybe no. at Tampa, a little bit impressive. But that was but when Tampa was still reeling. It was, but it's still hard to not go down to say there that and Tampa's all the way back, but. That was when Tampa was reeling. So we'll see about the Ravens. I think the jury's still out. I think a more dangerous team in that division is still the Cincinnati Yeah, Bengals. again, I, I I admitted that leaving the Bengals out was going to get some flack or some pushback on my part, but 
it's very possible after the season unfolds that we're we're going to be sitting here saying, yeah, the Bengals were the better team, and and the Ravens just couldn't hack it, and Lamar Jackson's in trouble because he didn't get that contract this year, and it's going to be a lot less money now if he if he doesn't make the playoffs or if he makes the playoffs as a wild card team, and it's one and done. You're going to love my number eighteen. It's oh yeah, right. Sorry, sorry. Oh my God, so feisty. I'm just eager. My number 18. I want to get to Thanksgiving. I want it to be tomorrow. The San Francisco 49ers. It's low. No, it's not. It's low. They got to win their way up. I told you that. They got to win it's their way back low. into my good graces. It's they won low. by a lot against the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G, four touchdown passes in that, that? game. Uh, there was an explosion of offense. Kittle caught two touchdowns. I think mm-hmm. Debo had a touchdown. See, McCaffrey had over 100 total yards. Did you see that one Kittle touchdown, though, where the Arizona defense just Gave up on tackling him. Yeah, I definitely watched the Monday Night Football game. Okay, so you didn't. What do you mean? I just said, yeah, it was a great but you touchdown. Even, like, see the, the way he the got next, that ball into the end zone this, was beautiful. You didn't even see like the next day on Twitter? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Okay. It's great stuff from Kittle. But the Niners, I think. They're really good. And they were, I've they're been just saying, really well balanced. They're the second best team in the NFC. I've been saying it for a long time. They're the biggest contender to the Eagles right now. And I believe that even more so as they climb my that, rankings. I'd love to see that head-to-head. Eagles, Eagles, Niners. I think we might in the playoffs. I think that's a very likely. If the seeding works out, it could be an NFC Championship game if they avoid each other. I, I yeah, really do believe that the Niners are going to get into the playoffs and win a game. I, 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 yeah, I they did it last year, and I think the team was somewhat less than. Like now, they have McCaffrey, and I also think they're going to get a home game because I think they're going to end up winning that division. I agree. No, I agree on that. Your number eight team? Uh, my number eight team, I have the Tennessee Titans at number eight. My number seven team Uh-oh. is the Tennessee Titans. Tom, let's go one more. My number seven team, the San Francisco 49ers. You were like, that's way too low. And then you were like, oh, never mind. I high. <laughs> so we flip-flopped the Titans and the Niners. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. Give me the case for why you think Tennessee's the better overall team. Just been so consistent right now. Uh, I mean, I know they did just lose to the Chiefs, but that was their first loss since starting 0-2. I mean, they've been 7-1 and since that rough start of sure. the season, whereas the Niners have had a rough patch, and now I think they're going to experience their win streak and come out of it on the other side. So I don't think that the Titans are necessarily better than the Niners. I just think as a team they've been more consistent this year despite starting 0-2, and have just been rolling on all cylinders and been winning with a backup quarterback in a couple of weeks as well and keeping a game close with the Chiefs with a backup quarterback. Yeah, that's the one game they've lost, right, since the 0-2 start? They're 7-1 since that, with the only loss being the Chiefs. And that's not a bad loss to have because I think you might hear of the Chiefs in a pretty high spot on both of our our rankings. About 20 minutes or 10 minutes. Um. I like I don't get me wrong. So I had the Niners or I had the Niners at seven and I had the, the Titans at eight. My only concern is that I don't look at the Titans and this is a week by week thing, so that doesn't really matter, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't really see the Titans as a big threat to the AFC. Yeah, I think Tannehill's always gonna throw an interception. I think he's always going to be their Achilles heel, even though he was balling against the Packers. He did throw an interception late that kind of gave the Packers life on that mm-hmm. Thursday night game last week. Uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but my God, was he balling in that game? And you'll get good Tannehill games, but you're also going to get bad ones. And I just think when it becomes the playoffs, he's tending to fold more than he tends to overcome and rise sure. above. I, I, 
Do you want anything to I say just, about the Niners I just, before we move on? Yeah, I just think it's overall a better team. And so that's why I put them above the Titans. Respect to Rabel, respect for them bouncing back after an 0-2 start. And people were saying, oh, the Jaguars, including you and I, the Jaguars could win the AFC South. <laughs> it's that bad. So respect for them to bounce back and only have one loss down the stretch, including that one loss being to the Kansas City Chiefs, a great team. But I think the better team, I think undeniably, is the Niners. On paper and performance-wise, they're the better team. My number six team? Yep. What a precipitous fall from number one last week oh! to number six this week. I've got the Minnesota Vikings. Tom, Tom, <laughs> ring that alarm. My number six team, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, wow, I don't know if a team can be considered a Super Bowl contender if you lose forty to three at home. It was at home, the, it was the biggest blowout of any game this season, and it's probably—I don't know this—but the most a team that was eight and one heading into that game ever got stomped at home. That's where it's such a concern. Now let's make excuses for the Vikings because sure, I love let's the Vikings. Do it. Their offensive line was a mash unit, Mm -hmm. and could you pick a worse opponent this year to go up against when your offensive line is in tatters than the Dallas Cowboys, who lead the the league in sacks and sacks per game? They get about four sacks per game. Micah Parsons is going to be the defensive player of the year. Had a strip sack of Kirk Cousins like 10 seconds into the game. I mean, it was just an absolute disaster from start to finish in Minnesota. And when you don't have an offensive line against that defensive line, Justin Jefferson ain't getting the ball. There's just not enough time for that to happen. No. <laughs> and by the way, you're down early fast, yeah, so you have to pass the ball, fast, so you have to right. keep dropping back and getting sacked. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Cousins got sacked a career-high seven times. Yeah, it was... We'll talk about the Cowboys very very soon. Uh, but it was, to me, it was more impressive. I learned more about the Cowboys than I did about the Vikings in that game. Because good for the Vikings. I think we were all kind of waiting for them to beat a real team. But then they could also get crushed by a really good team as well. So, like, what 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 would have happened, Tom, if the Vikings got beat by that score against the Bills last week and then won against the Cowboys? You wouldn't feel any different now. I feel better you, about them. You think so? Because they didn't. They get crushed on the road and then I guess, serve at home. I guess so. But in terms of opponents, like you lost to the really good team and you. You beat barely a, a, a team that is kind of right around your tier of teams. So you're still going to end up losing to that really good team down the road in the playoffs, is what I'm trying to say. Similar to the Titans, like I don't feel threatened by the Vikings. Well, I think the Vikings have their hand full again this week on Thanksgiving night football. Yeah, Minnesota. The is it? Or, I'm sorry, Patriots. New England. Is it's, it in it's Minnesota? It's in New England. Oh no! I, they could oh, lose. No. They could lose that game. To so Belichick. it's really good for them that they beat the Bills because if you go loss, if you go two losses in a row to New England and, and Dallas, that's not going to be easy to come back from. So it's good that they're not possibly coming off the heels of a three-game losing streak, right? My number five team. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. Tom. Oh. Tom. <laughs> My number five team, the Dallas Cowboys. There's a chance we might go from six we to one. We just run the table here. We might. I really was impressed with Dallas's offense in that game, the explosion As against was the I. Vikings. But also, the defense got back on track. You know, they got Rodgers yeah. just recently, and that probably didn't feel good giving up those points in the fourth quarter as a great defense as they are. So it was probably nice for them to only give up three points, which, I mean— we talked about inflation in the modern NFL in the, sure. in the earlier episode. Three points is basically the new shutout if you only give up a field goal. Yeah, even a touchdown, I would say. Yeah, right. 
So what a phenomenal performance on both sides of the ball for Big D. And I stand by the Niners being my biggest contender to dethrone the Eagles in the NFC right now, but the Cowboys certainly aren't far behind. Yeah, I think those are clearly the, the top three the big right three. Now. Sorry to Minnesota. No, I agree with you. I think that's your big three right now in the NFC. The Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Niners. By the way, and then I kind of think Minnesota. Neither, a- none of those teams were our preseason big three: the Buccaneers, the Rams, and the Packers. Oh, right, I, but not just us. I think oh, majority yeah, I majority I'm, of America. Correct. Um, and then I would say right below them, not right below them, but the next tier below. That's is where Minnesota. you got your Vikings. But I think they're kind of in a tier of their own. Yeah, because I'm not ready to put the Giants there, the Giants there, the Seahawks there, the, the Bucks Commanders aren't there. there. Yet. Yeah, the Commies aren't there. Talent-wise, the Bucks can be there, though. But Minnesota's kind of in that tier of its own. And then you have the Giants and the Seahawks and the Commies and the Bucks. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, for again, I'll, I'll repeat my point I made earlier. I learned a lot from Dallas. I learned—maybe uh, I didn't learn this, but it was hammered to me again that Tony Pollard— is the guy. Should be—how has he not been promoted to RB1? Yet? I don't know, but Zeke did have some good runs in this game. Pollard— destroyed them through yeah. the air in this game, which I think is an element that Zeke never really had to his game, was that air attack, and Paul yes. is really good out of the backfield. And one more thing on the Cowboys before we move on. Did you hear who could be joining that team, possibly? Who Jerry said it could be a, a, a pretty good marriage? Was it Odell? It was Odell. I've heard about him talking to the Cowboys. I've heard about him talking to the Giants in a possible reunion. Wow! I think that would be dumb not from Odell's dumb standpoint. Dumb for Odell. Yeah. Would you rather have Dak or Daniel throwing? Absolutely, you'd rather have Dak. I mean, at the beginning of the year, unfortunately, he was injured, so he couldn't decide. I would have liked to have seen him with Aaron in Green Bay. Yeah. I think that would have been a really cool fit. But they're dead and gone as far as that sweep. Oh, absolutely, they're dead and gone. The Rams are dead and gone as far as that sweepstakes are concerned. The Bucks might be alive, but the I, Bucks are alive because they're in first they're place in, first in their place. division. I think it's going to come down to the Cowboys or the Giants. I think those two yeah. are going to get his services. Um, I think it makes so much more sense for to for him to go to the Cowboys, right? Unless he really liked New York and just his no, time there. I, was I at thought an end. it was such a bad ending. Sad. Bad ending there and new regime though. So I'm saying maybe he likes living in New York and Saquon's still there. Right. Remember how dynamic those two were together? There was that one pass from Odell to Saquon for a touchdown. Um, But Odell could easily recreate what he had in so much more easily recreate what he had in LA last year, right? Because it was Cooper Cup and Odell. I mean, maybe you could say it's more even with Ceedee Lamb, but now you just have. Got, you have two guys there, really. Number four is. Do you want to try to do this? Should no, we no, start no. this we're early? Gonna, no, we're not going to start this okay. early because I think this is the one we're going to get tripped up on. Okay. My number four team. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, see, yeah. Okay. <coughs> so my number four team is Miami. How dare you? How, how dare, dare you? you? They beat the I have Bills. A, yes, I have a question, Ryan. First of all, how, how dare, dare you? you? They beat the Bills. They beat the Bills. They were on the bye this week. So you forgot about them. No. <laughs> Did I put them on my list? I put them on my list. They're a top four team. I think that's what they are. I think they're a top four, top five team. Buffalo won. They were on the bye. Maybe it's slight disrespect to to Miami, who was still undefeated with, with Tua playing. But they were on the bye. Buffalo won. They bounced back. It wasn't pretty early against Cleveland. I almost said against Detroit. Uh, that's this week. That's this week. But it wasn't pretty early. But then they kind of ran away with things in the second half. Really slowed down Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on defense. Um, but yeah, it's always hard for me to move a team up when they're on the bye. 
That's the yeah. I mean, I a lot of it, it for me was just because a lot of teams lost around them. So actually, you know what's ironic is they both moved up because Minnesota Minnesota, Minnesota fell. stunk. So they did move and up, just not above the Bills. The Bills obviously played the Patriots, or excuse me, the Lions this week, and then they go on a stretch of Patriots, Dolph, Jets, Dolphins. So the AFC East is going to be decided following Thanksgiving in that three-week stretch where mm-hmm. the Bills face off against all three of the opponents. Buffalo has not won a game against the AFC East this year. They're 0-2 against that conference, losing to the Jets, losing to the Dolphins. I have a feeling they're going to correct that. But, man, that Dolphins game in Buffalo, I'm not writing the Dolphins off because I haven't seen them lose yet with Tua in the lineup. No, I'm not saying you can write them off either. I I really don't. I'm not saying that just because he's only been around for a couple games doesn't mean that magic is going to last all year long. Um, I'm excited to see them play right down the line. They have one more game. That game will be in Buffalo. I think that's going to be a much better game overall than the game that you got in week three when Tua went down in that heat wave. Um, The stakes will obviously be much higher because as of today, they both have the same record. That could easily change. Uh, The Bills play the Lions this week. The Dolphins play the Texans. So they both should remain with three losses after this week. I don't know if that'll keep. But it's clear that they're both top of the league in terms of quality teams. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs, both of them. Yeah, just I just matter. it'll be interesting to see how that season unfolds. I mean, they both have to play New England moving forward. Uh, the Dolphins will play New England in Week 17, so the second-to-last game of the season. And the Bills will play the Patriots. Twice. They play Thursday night. Oh, they, they play them twice. Do, I think is the last game of the year. Oh, right, because the they have back-to-back Thursday games and then the last game of the year. So here's one thing about the Patriots real quick. We didn't really get to talk about them much in the JDQMDC. I think there's a possibility they really fall off. Like, somehow, I'm trying to think about this. Maybe just because there's going to be no other team that takes it from them, the Patriots could get in. But they could be a really bad seven seed. I'm just going to point this out to you. Their defense has been the praise, right, so far this season. But the quarterbacks, they've won against, and they're six wins. Zach Wilson twice, including last week. He got benched. Sam Ellinger. Jacoby Brissett. (laughs) Jared Goff, and Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky, who got benched. Who got benched. So two quarterbacks that got benched. Three quarterbacks that got benched because Ellinger got put back on the bench. Right, right. Brissett, who's going to get benched because Watson's going to come back. And who was the other one that they beat? And Goff. And Goff, who's the best quarterback in that list. He will not be the quarterback for that team next year, most likely. Uh, What if he gets the 6-6? and What if he rallies them? Who knows? He puts up points. Goff's the best quarterback of that bunch. I'll so that. they have yet to play Josh Allen, and they didn't beat Tua. Correct. They lost week one against Tua and the, the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to push back at the Patriots are overinflated record-wise, but I am interested to see what the Jets do now that Joe Flacco's in charge of a 6-4 yeah. and four team I think that's the right, a I great think it's defense. absolutely the right decision. Yeah, I think Flacco would have at least gotten another field goal in that Patriots game and won 6-3. Right? I also like, don't think he would have... After the game, been what was me, what was me, everyone sucks, it's not my fault. Nah, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's- I absolutely think it's the right decision by Sala. So you got the Bills at three, I got the Bills at four. Dolphins, four for you, three for me. Our number two team is obviously the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Okay, well, that win. 
differ here, then number one is Kansas City. Yeah. Because how could you not? I'm not going to put the Eagles back at number one just because of that commander. There's loss, even though the commies are playing really well right now. But the Chiefs, they look like my Super Bowl favorite right now. I think I've been waiting way too long to predict that because trying to push it out you of existence. You want something new. You want you want like a, a team to emerge and but be they the, the are, Cinderella starling. They're the darling. creme. The creme de la creme. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, nothing beats them. So Is Mahomes going to win MVP this year? I think he's going to, but I think it also... He's going to fall into that trap that the Crosbys, the LeBrons, right. they all fall into. He's just the best You every can win year. it every year, but you don't get it every year. Uh, right now, it's him or Tua in my mind. Him, Tua, or Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think Hurts took a dip when he lost. Okay, but if Jalen Hurts finishes with what one loss? Yeah, in the yeah, season? right. Of course, and Josh Allen too has something. To I say think about he's this really too. fallen. I think it's a three-way tie. Right what if now. he goes bananas though down the stretch? Yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, I, there's still time for all these guys to yeah, play themselves right. We're into only or week out of twelve. Hit. We have six more weeks left after this one, so seven total. I'll give you a dark horse too. Yeah, hit me. Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's not bad. Dude throws a lot of touchdowns and not it's, a lot of interceptions. Ha- yeah, it's it's hard for me to give an MVP to a guy who wins like 11 games or 10 games on the year. Oh, yeah, that's miserable. I'd kill for 11 games or 10 I'm games so, right now. Well, relatively, yes. Pittsburgh would love to see 10 wins on the year, but with Tua being undefeated, with Hurts only having one loss, with Mahomes playing some of the best quarter- quarterback he's ever played, I don't think Joe's there right now with them. Subscribe right now to the Mike Tomlin Game Day podcast. Bob Labriola sits down with Coach T before every single game, and they drop Game Day. So make sure you are subscribed on Apple, Spotify, the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app. So when those podcasts drop, you can hear from Coach T and all of his thoughts heading into a game. Get on it right now. Do it. You'll get that podcast for you before the Colts game. You'll hear what Tomlin's thinking about before the game starts. It's a great podcast with him and Labs. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to all our podcasts, too. Steelers Standard, The Drive, Steelers Blitz, In the Locker Room. Just subscribe. Just go subscribe crazy. Just find all of our Steelers podcasts and just hit subscribe until your thumbs start bleeding. We're going to light the fireplace. We're going to talk about Week 12 action next. We're going to do our Fireside Friday on a Wednesday, unless you're listening to this on a Friday, and then it's a Friday. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. This is the Steelers Standard.